and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson. I'm a life coach in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we are going to be talking about gratitude. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? I'm great too, thank you. It's nice to be talking with you. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while. It has. I guess it actually has been a while when we're used yeah. to talking every week. Yeah, we doubled up so that we that we took a week off when we were both traveling. So I just, yeah, I miss talking to you every week. Yeah, I missed you too. You know, it was really funny. I was telling someone um, before I was leaving that, you know, what I was doing on my trip and that I was going to do this training at the first part and then I was going to go up to South Carolina. And she goes, oh, right, for the genealogy thing. And I'm like, what? How do you know? And she's like, you mentioned it on your episode. Oh, my heavens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I keep feeling like I have to let people know um, I'll say things on this and then I will promptly forget that I said them. And but people will tell me things as if I, I just said it to them, even though I said right. it in a podcast re- re-recorded months ago. Right. Yeah, that's funny. I have the same, ex- I, haven't, I don't, can't remember whether I had that, have had that experience with the podcast, but I know I've had it with my blog where um, I'll tell a client, for example, something. They're like, oh yeah, I know that. You do? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I read you it in your blog. That? Oh, I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're living, up, we're living uh, out loud. Is that it, the expression? We're... <laughs> Yeah, Our lives so. are public. Yeah, yeah. I have to say the funniest one was um, I ran into some friends. Um, this was before Christmas. I ran into them into in a little store in my neighborhood in a little boutique, and and we were chatting and sort of wandering around the store together. And and they had these spoons, like silver spoons that had sayings stamped on it, and you know, like things like "You're awesome" or something. And there was one that I picked up and I said, "Oh." this would be so fun to eat your yogurt with in the morning. And he says, yeah, but not yesterday when you didn't have any. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And he was referring to, I think it might have been our first episode when I made a smoothie and I didn't have yogurt. I made like the world's most disgusting smoothie. (laughs) Because <laughs> you put egg white in it instead of yogurt. Is, is that, yes. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we had rebroadcast that at Christmas, so he may have just heard it. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. But so I'm thinking, like, that was something we talked about six months before. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. anyway, you know, our our fame, the, the, the things we have to get used to with our, with our far-reaching <laughs> fame. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it makes me very grateful for, A, the fact that we get to talk to each other weekly in a podcast, and B, that people listen to it. And so we get to have these interactions. Exactly. I know. It is. It, it, it really does make me so happy and to know that people are, 
are actually listening that closely and remembering that and that and stuff, remembering. not just like funny anecdotes but that you know other stuff really sticks with them yeah yeah that's um it really is i'm grateful for that too it's a very nice thing you know even if we weren't talking about gratitude today i i, I would still be grateful right Exactly. It's genuine (laughs) gratitude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'd be having this conversation even if we weren't talking about gratitude today. Yeah, we probably would. That's right. Yeah. Um, But we are talking about gratitude. Yes. Yeah, I I suggested to you that maybe we should talk about it because I um, had a wonderful experience, I guess it was last week, of um, receiving in the mail, the actual mail from the mail carrier a beautiful card from an organizer friend who um, just wanted me to know how much she likes and appreciates our podcast and yeah and it was um, she has lovely handwriting it was the whole thing was just a beautiful experience shout out to Lynn Poulton of Holy Organized Lynn you're awesome so I thought okay what am I going to do with this Uh, I let know I had it out for a little while sure I immediately took a picture of it and sent it texted it to you and um, I decided to put it in my kudos file, which is a file I keep of things like that, that I don't want to throw away. And I went to file it, and it was like bulging. I was like, oh, what's in here? Oh. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so I, oh, I took, a, I don't know, 15 minutes or something and read through everything that was in there. And um, it dated back a ways. I mean, I think, well, I think I had stuff from my dog riding days in there. So from oh, my before, gosh. But mostly it was stuff around my organizing business. And it was such a nice experience. I just felt the love. Oh. And I thought, man, why am I not um, reading this more often? So I wrote a blog post suggesting that people have one of these files. And if they already have one, that they look in it uh, and, and take some time and read it. Um, but it made me so grateful that Lynn took the time to you know, get a pretty card and, and write in it and express herself to me and, you know, then address it and put a stamp on it. None of that nowadays, that's like a big deal. Yeah, that's and a whole thing. Yeah, so I really was grateful. So uh, if you're listening, Lynn, thank you very much. That's very kind, very thoughtful. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, two things, like you said in your blog post, it is so wonderful to create something like that so you know if you're ever having a time where maybe you're doubting yourself or um or you know sort of not sure just feeling unsure it's wonderful to to pull out that file and and look at um those kind of notes and and things where people have gone out of their way to um to thank you Mm -hmm. or praise you in some way Um, But so for you to have that, people have to send those. And I think that's probably the bigger message is to to send those messages to people when you appreciate them. That's exactly right. I mean, Lynn happens to have incredibly beautiful handwriting. I bet she does hand lettering Um, and made, you know, sent me a beautiful card. But it doesn't have to be an amazing thing. Any written or any expressed sentiment uh, that's positive is appreciated, right? So don't let yeah. perfectionism get in the way of of sending the sending right. the expression. Yeah, and well, you know and it I doesn't even have to be a paper. Emails appreciated as well. Right. Well, what I was gonna say is that I used to get caught up in that, like, oh, I'd want to find a nice thank you card and send the thank you card, and you know, like 
want it to be just right and then of course it would never happen and so what I started doing and I and I allowed myself to do it as sort of a placeholder was like okay well I know I really want to send them a card but in the meantime I'm going to take a picture of me with a thing or you know whatever and text mm-hmm. it immediately um, mm-hmm. to be able to you know sort of share that I got this and I appreciate it and um, I think I, I did that with you when Cleo's bed showed up. I think I texted Absolutely. you a picture immediately. <laughs> yeah, and you texted me a picture of our getting to good enough mugs, mug that I sent you when oh, as soon yeah, as you right. got it. I love that instant gratification, especially since, you know, if I, something that's been mailed and you don't know when it's been received. Yeah. And, or if and it's been received. I don't know that if our listeners know that you that you got us these amazing getting to good enough mugs. <laughs> yeah, I, invested. I love mine so much. Oh, good. Me too. I love mine. I, I um, consciously don't have my morning coffee in it because my morning coffee gets put in the dishwasher immediately in the morning. So I wanted to uh-huh. have it as my like daytime tea so it sits around for a while and I can look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a good mug. And it took me about 20 minutes, so it was a big deal. <laughs> no, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you like it. Um, but but, but yeah, that's you such sent a, me that nice text. But the, but the whole thing is such a good example of this because, you know, I don't, it never occurred to me to do that. And somehow you got that idea and you didn't just think about it and then try to figure out how to do, you know, the do it the right way or get it perfect or whatever you just figured out how to get it done and you got it done and what'd you say less than 20 minutes yeah and and but it did come out perfectly it, it did. is perfect yeah but it's it, totally right it perfect. didn't but i didn't stress over it like i just right did it. right um, yeah 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 that's right that's a it's a good point it didn't it, it no matter what that mug looked like you would have been happy there's no way you would have received it and said, oh, couldn't Janine have done a better job with it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, no, but also, you know, the the wonderful thing about doing a podcast called Getting to Good Enough is even if it wasn't perfect, it would have been like, oh, my God, this is so perfect for our podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, look, it's a little crooked. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. It is a wonderful thing. <laughs> but, well, yeah, I just love just that pop- you. What's up? You go. No, you go. Oh, I was you just going to say it. With, I just love that you, I want to hear the end of it. <laughs> I just love that you had that idea and you acted on it and like, and didn't let anything get in your way of just doing it and, and acting on that impulse. And, and I think that is something that so often can get extinguished. You know, those, those mm-hmm. thoughtful impulses can get extinguished by perfectionism. Right, it can turn into like an annoyance rather than a fun thing to do for somebody. And yeah, um, what I was going to say was that just that one little thing that I've tried to do in order to take away one of the barriers to expressing thanks or something. Um, you know, one of the the barrier being buying the perfect card, um, selecting just the right card is just keeping cards around the house. You know they're they're organized, but that yeah. I can grab if I need to, and um, that makes it a little bit easier. And then I wanted to share my 
uh, thing that I think is brilliant. I invented it myself. Totally my <laughs> brainchild. Nobody really but me thinks it's, I think, as great as I think it is. Barry certainly doesn't. But, and that is that when I buy cards for Barry, we like to buy each other cards on birthdays and uh-huh. stuff. Um, I buy a lot. We buy a lot of them. And I always sign it on a post-it note and put the post-it note inside the card and put a post-it note on the envelope. And then when he opens it and enjoys it, I take off the post-it notes and put them in my stock of cards to give to other people. Oh. See, isn't that smart? He won't that do it. smart. He's always writing on the cards he buys me. It makes me crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I could reuse this. Yeah, right. So I just wanted to share that little tip because honestly, I think it's so smart. I, I, I think it might, I might come across as a penny pincher, but um, you know what's I only really buy him the funny? best cards. What? I, so I have a um, guest coming to my Airbnb this weekend, mm-hmm. and the guy who made the reservation said, hey, I don't want to put you out or anything, but we're coming down for my girlfriend's birthday, and do you think you could, you know, put, like, a little happy birthday Laura, you know, in the apartment or something? Just, oh, isn't you know, that so, sweet? Yeah, isn't that sweet? Uh-huh. And um, so I went and I'm like of course I'd be happy to help you and so I went and I got um, some flowers like a little mason jar flower arrangement and the cute I wish I would I can't believe I didn't take a picture of it but the cutest little cake it's Mm. tiny it's like cupcake size but it's a two layer cake (laughs) that's only like about three inches in diameter and like a little cake and then the person gave me a candle that to put and I so it's like taped to the side of the box and then I bought uh-huh. a just a plain happy birthday card and I totally was going to write in it with a post-it note so that they could reuse it because like oh you're not gonna keep a uh, they're not gonna keep a card from me like <laughs> what's the point of that but um right. I didn't have a post-it note so I just wrote in it but Oh, so, right, you're in on the whole post-it note. Um, I, well, it never occurred to me until this situation, but now that you say it, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's a great thing, without a doubt. And yeah. if, 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 if stra- did you just hear a strange sound? Did it get I loud? I did. My, I'm sorry. I have a new printer, and Barry was testing it upstairs, I think. He wasn't oh. thinking about the fact it would make a sound. And apparently oh. it works. I thought it was like a truck or something. <laughs> no, it's actually, yeah. It wasn't a St. Louis sound. It was just my new printer. It's a color printer. Very exciting. Um, Ooh. Sorry about exciting. That. Yeah. That's okay. I think well, he's done. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think our, our best episodes are, you know, with the random things that happen. Like, you know, right. your lawn getting mowed. People Mike talk walking to me about in the, the lawnmower episode. Yeah, people will say, oh, yeah, I heard the lawnmower episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't even remember which one it was. I don't either. It was during the summer, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, that you know, as you're saying that about the thank you cards and having cards around, um, I do, I bought a thing of cards at, Costco years ago that came in a in a box in like a nice decorative box with dividers in it and mm-hmm. so um, I've used you know the original cards that came with it but I just restock it with cards so I have them all organized That's in this nice box um, but yeah. as you were talking yeah. about the thank you note thing 
I was thinking I also have just a box of thank you notes and it would be really smart to put um, a packet of stamps in there too. Mm. So when I pull out yeah. the box, the stamps are right there. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to think about it, even though I now it's, have a place where my stamps live so that I can find them on a regular basis. But but that, but it's probably not where you're writing your cards, I bet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I keep stamps with my, I have a little kit for my postcards to voters that I'm still working on. And my, I keep oh, uh-huh. my postcard stamps in there. It's very handy, without a doubt. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, that's another thing where I overcame perfectionism. And I quit trying to figure out how much a postcard stamp was, and I just use a regular stamp. I suppose oh. if I was writing as many postcards as you were, that yeah. I would want to get postcard stamps. <laughs> yeah, right. Because there is a different impri- difference in price, but yeah. um, I it, just I just use a regular stamp. That's true, because that could stop you from actually mailing it, this postcard, yep. if you thought you had to get your hands on a postcard stamp. Right. And yeah. I think it's 37 cents for a postcard stamp, and I think it's 50 something for a regular stamp so you know i have no idea because all they do are the forever stamps now i know i mean like the regular stamps are forever stamps so i have no idea what postage actually is yeah i have to google it sometimes every now and then uh yeah i need to know (laughs) uh, oh but you know what that reminds me of another thing that i do because my my mom likes to get postcards when i travel Mm -hmm. and i always found it sort of a pain to like buy a postcard and get a stamp and you know do and then find a mailbox or whatever it you know as I say it it doesn't actually sound like that much work but for whatever <laughs> reason <laughs> I know whatever reason like when I'm traveling it sounds like a whole big thing but so one of the things I started doing was traveling with stamps and mm-hmm. then what I what I do now is I have an app um called what's it called postagram and for um i think it ends up being 99 cents or something you can take one of your pictures and send it as a postcard so just within the app you put your picture in there you write your text you put their address on and then they take care of mailing it and um so now i just do that so you'll take like a selfie with the land, landscape in the background, the landmark in the background. And that's great. So you don't have to worry about stamps, post office. Yeah, don't have to I don't have to do anything. anything. And I can write a personal note on there. And yeah. then it's just done. And then when when you get this, um, you know, it's postcard size. And the, the photo is like two thirds of one side of it. And you can actually like punch out just the photo if you wanted. So, uh you know, sometimes I'll send like, you know, when we were in New York last fall, um, the security guard at the uh, top of the rock took the best picture of Mike and I (laughs) at night with the lights behind us of the city. And so I, you know, took that and I sent it to my aunt and and then my mom likes to see the landmarks and stuff. So I don't even put my head in there. I just, you know, Uh sent her a picture Uh of whatever she likes to see like so i think i sent her a picture of the view from the apartment where we were staying or something that's yeah that's great and what i love is it's it harkens back i'm i'm trying to think how long ago but uh in the 20s maybe or 
even earlier. Oh, people I have would some even pictures. older. Yeah, and mail them as postcards, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was what, what you did with your yeah. postcards. I mean, your pictures. So it's Yeah, I have a circle. bunch of those for my grandparents. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I forgot about that, but yeah. yeah so it's well, a it's a it's a more personal thing, and and you know I'm not letting the fact that I'm not personally writing it getting in the way, because mm-hmm. you know it's a picture that I took or a picture of me or. And she still whatever. appreciates it, and yeah, it's a way to let it be easy. Yeah. So we'll put a a link to that app in our show notes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have received those. You maybe you've sent me one, or I, I don't know. I'm familiar with them, and they're nice. Yeah, they turn out really nice. I sort of feel like that that I should just send them to myself, so I have pictures, because <laughs> otherwise they just sit <laughs> yeah. on my phone. Oh, well, that's true. A dollar a picture—that's an expensive way to do it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. know that since I've taken up hand lettering, I I'm finding that perfectionism is sort of creeping in when I think about writing notes like I owe a thank you note uh, I mean oh I want to write a thank you card to a friend um, I should have done it by now but I'll do it this weekend and I want to do a nice hand lettered front part and it's like I'm feeling uh-huh. paralyzed a little bit because I what what lettering style should I use which pen oh. should I use you know so I need to let that go because it'll be fine it doesn't yeah. matter anyway Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, and maybe that's the key to it is, um, making sure that you get in touch with the purpose in sending it and your hope it mm-hmm. at, you know, you're wanting to show someone gratitude for something they did for you. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, just how they are as a person. And so if you let that be, the primary focus, um, perhaps that will help you um, move forward on it. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point. I will be, I'll channel that this weekend when I write my card. Um, yeah. Can I tell you something I'm grateful for? What's that? Today I was at Trader Joe's and uh-huh. uh, buying dog treats. That's all I bought. And oh God, the the woman behind me. Um, and two women behind me in line said, excuse me, you have a really nice haircut. <laughs> I was like, wow, thank you. I said, and I have had hair, so you're making me feel really good. And um, <laughs> I said, I will tell my stylist. And and she said, well, and you can tell her that it came from somebody who's been a stylist for 55 years. And I was like, well, oh my gosh. thank you very much. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, That's so, so I'm, I said, thank you for making my day to them. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it, it's, it, make, it, it's so, it makes such a difference to, you know, to just have, it's, I, I think it's like the, the thing that we were talking about at the beginning, like acting on that impulse and, mm-hmm. and doing it in a, in a genuine way and letting that be good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it makes me want to make sure when I admire and I try to do this, I, I frequently will admire some uh, person's clothing or whatever. And usually I try to tell them because who doesn't yeah. want to hear that? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a, that's a good habit to get into. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
but I think, you know, I don't, we didn't, we didn't say it super explicitly. Well, no, I think we did. But anyway, I want to say it again, like how grateful we are to everyone who listens and everyone who takes the time to um, share with us what they think about the podcast and how it's impacted their life and, and, um, you know, that they, that they enjoy it and keep listening. It means so much. It does. It, it really does. And we did say it explicitly, but I don't think we can say it too many times. <laughs> right. That we're very grateful. <laughs> yeah. And we got a, yeah. we actually got a, a, a nice note, a nice phone call on the hotline. We did. And we were so We'll have to share that. that in our next episode. Yeah, that's nice. That was awesome. And, um, you know, I, I was checking into where we have listeners. Uh-huh. And um, uh, I don't think we have anyone in Antarctica yet. But we have listeners in Estonia and uh, Jordan and Moldova. I had to, I I have to admit, I had to look up Moldova. Yeah, me too. Um, Where is Moldova? Moldova is in between Hungary and, um, oh God, Uh, it's a former Soviet Republic and Mm -hmm. it's between Hungary and I think maybe Ukraine? You know, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the ancestral land of my husband. So really? I should know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm almost positive. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe it's a relative that one of Barry's relatives is listening to us. Oh, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Marcus family or whoever. <laughs> uh, that's really cool. I love that you keep track, you, you keep an eye on that. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and another new M for us is Myanmar. Oh, wow. I That's thought great. that they were like sort of shut down. I didn't. I mean, like I didn't think that they had a lot of access to. Oh yeah. Um, we can't keep the internet out. Yeah. I don't know. But so yeah, it's always. I mean, it just uh, it makes me so happy <laughs> every time I look. I'm like Janine, we have a new country. Yeah, and you keep a list, right? I do. That's and I've actually been keeping the list handwritten, and I finally broke down and started typing it up. I'm I need to. I have a bunch more countries to enter, but because I think we're, gosh, I don't know how many countries are at, but I have to think we're at like fifty or sixty. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, perhaps you'll put that in our shared Evernote notebook so I can admire yeah, the list. I will. Excellent. Uh, what else do we have to say about gratitude? Anything? Oh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about with this topic is the, you know, the idea of we've been talking really about, you know, sort of expressing gratitude to other people. But one of the other things that's important about gratitude is um, is just having it for yourself. And I mean, mm-hmm. like having gratitude for the things in your life where, you know, you're not necessarily going to write someone a thank you note for it, but that just um, finding things to be grateful for in your life. And it really, you know, there's tons of research on this. Um, 
that it that it really makes a change for people uh, for the better when they when they cultivate that sense of gratitude on a daily basis. And you know, one of the things it does is that we're really we're sort of um, programmed to notice bad things, to mm-hmm. notice things that are potentially harmful, to you know notice anything that might impinge on our safety. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a survival so, mechanism. Right. And so by cultivating gratitude, you're you're training yourself to notice the good things. Mm-hmm. And and I know I try to sporadically write a list on a daily basis of um, those things that I'm grateful for. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a very nice habit. It's like it's just it a warm, fuzzy thing to do. And in fact, I set a goal of doing it more, and I haven't. Since I set the goal, I don't think I've done it once. <laughs> but, um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, I think that's, and that's such a good point. And I think it, it, it seems like some people are sort of more prone to see the good or the upside of things, and you know, glass half full, glass half empty thing. Um, but I think anybody, even if they're a glass half empty person, can... Uh, develop this habit and do you think that it's harder for perfectionists to see the good upside of things I think it can be because well you know it depends on sort of your mode of perfectionism but if you're a person that always notices what's not quite right about something Mm -hmm. then it will be harder for you to you know have that have a feeling of sort of pure gratitude because you'll see you know what the issues are around that Mm -hmm. so um i think it can be a little bit more difficult and 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 so once again it gives you the opportunity to practice um uh good enough and be grateful for the things that are that are good enough in your life you don't have to find the best possible thing or the perfect thing, but to have gratitude for, you know, what's good enough. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and it strikes me that cultivating that is especially beneficial for perfectionists. That's just great. Yes. I mean, that, yeah, the, the, the return on that is just so great. I love that. Hmm. Yeah. So... Maybe I'll be email. Maybe I'll email you or text you a gratitude list after we finish podcasting today. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't you used to do that as part of an inbox zero? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I did that with thing you had. With, mm-hmm, I did that for years with my friend Abby, and um, and now when I do get to inbox zero, which is not as not daily, uh, but I uh, I'll be there this weekend. I. Um, automatically start a gratitude list and um <laughs> i've been sending it to my friend Geraldine when i do so and then she always sends me back one um but uh yeah it's a it's a it's a it got really entrenched because abby and i did that for a while like a couple of years yeah that was years wasn't it yeah uh-huh at least two maybe more right so uh yeah so Geraldine can tell how my inbox is doing just by how frequent the gratitude lists come. <laughs> and I really can't. I mean, it happens automatically. So I should be grateful. I mean, there's two ways I should, I, I could have inbox zero every day, and then I'd be uh-huh. more consciously grateful every day. Or I could 
write a gratitude list even if I don't, even if I have emails in my inbox. Right. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have to have an empty email box to um, <laughs> be grateful. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I know I got a, um, you know, I've been using this new planner for 2019, and um, it wants me to start each morning with a gratitude list of like three things and Mm -hmm. and and I know that that I've come across that other things where you know that's like something to do in your morning routine and that feels to me like the wrong time to do it Mm -hmm. I I feel like doing it in the evening before bed is a is a it feels better to me to do it then so and and you can do that right yeah, so yeah. I just ignore it on that page in the in the morning and then fill it out at night when I'm filling out the rest of my planner at night. Yeah, it's yeah, that that makes sense to me too. Although I suppose starting the day with an attitude of gratitude is a nice way to start the day. Yeah, and I think that's sort of the idea behind it is to if you start um with gratitude that 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 will sort of infuse the rest of your day diffuse into the rest of your day I don't know (laughs) and um but I I always feel like you know I'm too groggy in the morning to be genuinely grateful about anything right yeah you're not a morning person I'm a wake up slowly I'm a slow to wake up person right right (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's one of my charming quirks Mm, that's nice I say that with a big smile on my face and finger (laughs) quotes. Yeah, let's get your husband in here and find out if that's the truth. (laughs) Yeah, no one else is going to describe it that way. (laughs) There's no one who ever has to spend the morning with me. (laughs) Now, I've spent mornings with you, and you've always, maybe it's because you're a good host or a good guest, but you've always been perfectly charming. Well, I'm not cranky. I'm just slow. Right. You know, I'm not, like... I don't think I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a mean morning person. I'm just like a really groggy morning person. Right. You're not, yeah. You're not a mean any person. Any time of yeah. day person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else to share about gratitude today? No, but I'm pretty sure I'll think of all sorts of things after we're done. But I feel like we've covered it. There's just so much to be grateful for. Yeah, there really is. There's a lot to be grateful for. And, and um, I just, I love this reminder to share your gratitude for people with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also to, to figure out ways to bring more gratitude into your life. Yep. Here, here. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to hear from you. Um, what are you grateful for? And, you know, if if one of the things you're grateful for is this little podcast called Getting to Good Enough, feel free to share that gratitude on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. Um, and, you know, we would always love to hear any ideas you have. Like, how do you um, share your gratitude? Do you keep a gratitude journal? 
um, you can let us know by leaving a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, or on social media, which you'll find links to on our website at gettingtogoodenough.com. Um, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Well, that was good. I'm grateful to you, Shannon. I'm grateful to you, too, Janine. (laughs) 